Hey, what's up, guys? It's your host, AB, from Kitty Litter Podcast, the one and only podcast where you can feel safe to share your stories about the cultivated collections of the unspoken truths of the modern woman. It's been a minute since our last episode since February with silk slips and red lips, but please put your notifications on. Stay tuned. There will be more episodes loading very, very soon. So thank you guys for tuning in to Kitty Litter Podcast. So some of you know that I don't have my mother anymore, right? And I don't say that to make people feel sorry for me. I say that and I reference it because it's coming from a place of strength. I know I was driving the other day and... I started doubting myself with kitty litter. I found kitty litter after my mom had passed away and I had started experiencing, well, I had already experienced doing a lot of crazy shit prior to her passing, but whenever she passed, man, it was some crazy shit that went down for sure. (laughs) I just recently lost my dog that I've had for nearly 11 years. She would have been 11 in August of 2019, but she didn't make it. Um, She just passed away in May of 2019. That dog, her name was Nala. Jane. She has been with me through everything throughout college, uh, staying in this little small country town. Um, After college, she's just been with me the whole entire time. And she's seen a lot. She has literally seen what kitty litter is all about. (laughs) But I say that to say I was driving the other day and I had doubt pop in my mind and I was doubting myself on kitty litter. Like, how am I going to try and have this show that makes women feel comfortable about coming out on certain topics, whether they're married and don't find their partner sexually attractive anymore, or they're experiencing, you know, complications with their kitty, whatever the case may be, like women need this outlet to feel comfortable and have a platform to feel safe, to divulge personal information of, you know, things that have happened to them to that have made them who they are today, right? But I've been scared. I've been doubting myself and I've been holding back information from you guys. And I want to go ahead and expose it. And I'm using the word expose, but it shouldn't be be verbalized like that. I want to cut off the stigma of saying expose because I have a story to tell you. How Kitty Litter started. That popped in my mind about this show. Was it worth enough content? Was it worth enough substance? But I knew goddamn well it was and is. I'm preaching to women and friends and family about being comfortable in their own skin. Shit happens. You know, you're not one person that this has only happened to whatever the case may be. Right. So I sat in the car and I said, I can't doubt myself anymore. I need to let these people know who I am. I need to be transparent. I need to be real and authentic and let you guys know what the hell Kitty Litter is all about. So I was listening to this uh, podcast by Nihi Sobo. It's called the Sports Motivation Podcast. And he's so motivating, like to say the least. But he has one episode where he talks about um, fear and fuck what people think about you, right? And that's kind of where I want to go with this episode right here. I've really been in a place where I really don't give a fuck what people think about me. I really don't give a fuck about a lot of things, a lot of subtle things that people prioritize. They shouldn't. That's how stress evolves and, you know, mismanaging your mental health. So I'm really appreciative of that podcast. And I just hopefully um, hope that one day that my podcast, Kitty Litter, has so much substance that it reaches out and motivates people with stories that can be relatable and helpful within our community, you know? So with that being said, Solange's new album that she dropped out has a song on there called Almeida. And man, (laughs) 
if you're from Houston, Texas, you know about Almeida, right? So Solange has this new album out and I checked it out. You know, I'm really feeling it. Um, I haven't really uh, dived into it like I really want to, but I see that there's a song called Almeida, if I'm pronouncing it right. And well, just looking off the title, it just automatically brought me back to Almeida Mall. Parking lot pimping, Sunday nights, club connections. You don't know about it? Google it <laughs> if it's available. <laughs> Club Connections used to go down on Sunday nights where um, I was 17 years old, me and my high school friends standing in line, being greeted by Big Steve at the door with the dreads. He would always say, hey, bring you and your fine ass and all your friends to the front of the line, right? Get in there, have a free glass of hypnotic, Long Island iced tea, whatever we wanted, knowing damn well we wasn't supposed to be into that club at that age. But at that time, I was working at Foot Locker, just coming out of a high school puppy love relationship, right? I mean, I think everybody has been there, that first love where you think that it's everything and it's really not. This dude left me to go back with his his first love, right? I was his rebound, but he broke my heart. He really did. Many of you know that I don't have my mother anymore and she was a very, very blunt soul. <laughs> I remember coming downstairs um, after I had my heart broken and I said, mama, have you ever been in love before and had your heart broken? And she's like, girl, you don't know what the fuck love is. I'll never forget that. After getting my heart broken, I just did what I thought was normal. Working at Foot Locker, I was getting hollered at like on a daily basis. Come on now, the black slacks with the uh, the referee shirt, all cute and young face. I had braces at the time, tight black slacks that you had to wear in the uniform and the referee shirt. So, you know, I had a little nickname. It was called Miss Foot Locker. <laughs> and needless to say, I heard that in the parking lot at Club Connections and I'll meet them all parking lot. That's why I said, you know, when I saw that song on Solange's album, I was like, damn, I can't even listen to the album without thinking about the times of wearing that tight yellow dress in the parking lot and um, dissing this one dude that used to holler at me and feel like all the time, you could tell he was a dope boy by the racks that he was spending on shoes and coming there with flashy jewelry, just you know, spinning his game, whoop de whoop whoop. But I was just cold and playing hard to catch. But it was one particular night, this yellow dress, I got it from Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow used to be the store back in the day. Me and my best friend, she had a hot pink one on and I had a yellow one on. They both were short and tight. The back was out, had those like little kitten heels that you would wear to like prom or something. <laughs> Thinking we were the shit. But I remember walking through the parking lot getting ready to go full of like Hypnotic or 151 or Long Island Ice Tea, one of them. And I heard, hey, Miss Footlocker. And it was just a familiar voice, right? Turned around and it was him. He was sexy. He was older than me and he was attracted to me. And I was attracted at the fact that he was attracted to me and the fact that he was so persistent, right? He was 27 years old. I was 17. That particular night, I gave him my phone number. And we talked on the phone for hours. You know how it used to go back in the day before texting was around. Um, yeah, we, we talked all night. Um, that whole week, he picked me up for school in this long body slab. I don't even know what type of car it was. It was just long as hell. <laughs> and I just thought I was the shit getting dropped off at high school and picked up by him, right? All it took was a week for him to just show me that I was his girl until I finally gave him some pussy. Hey guys, you can check us out and email us at kittylitterpodcast at hotmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at kittylitterpodcast, on Twitter at kittylitterpod. And we partner with the Foundry Media Group to freshen our brand. So if you need any brand consultation, any 
you know, new ideas, please hit them up. Make sure that you plug us in on Google, Apple, and Spotify podcasts. And of course, this bomb ass app that I'm using right now to make this podcast even possible is called Anchor. So if you download the app, you can be featured on future episodes as well. Two days later, I came downstairs and I told my mom, hey, you know, then we can make a doctor's appointment because me and my ex-boyfriend that I was lying to her about, you know, the one that broke my heart, told her that he, we had been a little rough and I was sore. So I needed to go to the doctor. We went to the doctor. It was this really pretty gynecologist. She was black. She had long, pretty hair. I just remember her popping up from my sore vagina and saying, it looks like herpes. So as I put back on my clothes, I just was like, no way, Jose, no way. Looking back at my mom, my mom was just shaking her head. Now, later, we're sitting back in the doctor's office, right? And she asked me if it was consensual, the intercourse. Well, obviously. So we're sitting back in the doctor's office, and she's asking me if the intercourse was consensual. And I asked her what that meant. (laughs) Y'all, I did not know what consensual meant at all. My mom turned to me and said, you've been fucking and you don't know what consensual is? So like I told y'all before, my mom was really blunt. I feel like that actually in that moment kept me from crying because I was so embarrassed that the fact that I was having sex and didn't know what consensual sex meant. But I say that to say, no matter how smart you may think you are, um, how aware you may think you are. People make mistakes um, with or without knowing, you know? Let's say he did know and didn't tell me. Okay, still made a mistake. He didn't know and that we still did what we did. Hey, still made a mistake that I have to live with for the rest of my life. I was 17 years old. I'm sharing this with you guys because this is kitty litter. This is my litter. And I know there's other women out there that have kitty litter. If not herpes, is something, you know? We all have stories and I want this to be the safe net. If I'm doing it, you can do it. But if you didn't know, one out of six adults have herpes. I have a group of 12 girlfriends. So if I'm saying, hey, I have it, who's that other person that isn't saying anything? We have this stigma of herpes being unclean and dirty and you're a promiscuous hoe. (laughs) You know, no, that's not the case. I just told you my story. Accidents happen. But hey, this is why I put kitty litter out there because I'm a little selfish in a way. I need to know who else experiences the pain in their left buttocks, you know, from time to time. And it feels like you've been sitting on a plane for six hours straight. And you know, when your ass starts hurting. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't have herpes because (laughs) somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Everybody is, is different. Everybody's body is different, but I need some help. I need some relations. So here we are, guys, knee deep in my kitty litter, right? I want to bridge the gap between all women that may be experiencing the same thing or other things. Y'all, we embark on so much in their silence with embarrassment and guilt. We don't need that shit anymore. We got to come out and aim to banish all the stigma. I'm not embarrassed anymore. It's power in owning your own truth, knowing that you are that bitch, knowing that whatever is in your mind that is on fire all the time and it never goes away, that is your passion. That is your purpose. We are put on this earth to inspire, to influence, to be authentic, to lead. And that's what the fuck I'm trying to do. Whether I have two listeners, 2,000 listeners, 200 million listeners, this needs to happen. Like I said, I've been very vulnerable with you guys. Um, Kitty Litter has been in my head forever. I started this episode off talking about doubt. I said that doubt had crept in my mind when I was driving one day saying that this podcast that I had wasn't strong enough. I didn't have enough content. I was scared to divulge certain things. But then as I just got through it. I'm like, yes, 
I am confident, I am fearless, I am that bitch, I can do it. With this being said guys, whatever you are most afraid of, put it out there. Being so honest is a vulnerability. Being so honest, shitty people take advantage of that. But other people that are honest and other people that are genuine and real will appreciate it. Again, like I said, we're put on this earth to do certain things. That's inspire, motivate, and lead. So with that being said, guys, let me motivate, inspire, and lead you to put all your fears aside, put all your doubt aside, and do whatever the fuck it is that you wanna do that makes you happy, that sets you free, that gives you the power to say I am who I am because of what I've been through. Thank you again for fucking with me and Kitty Litter Podcast. The name is so important, Kitty Litter. If you have some Kitty Litter, please submit it to Kitty Litter Podcast at hotmail.com. Let's talk about it. I want to share your stories. I can be your true. We have club names. I go by AB. So I'll see you guys on another day. Thank you so much for fucking with me.